Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. Check out the hockeybettingpodcast.ca. We got a number of books that have joined up with us and have incredible sign-up offers for you to play hockey with that first deposit. Get on board. Go to the hockeybettingpodcast.ca. Click the link, sign up, and have some fun with us. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast with your hosts, Brian Blessing in Las Vegas and Cam Stewart in Toronto. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Tuesday, April 13th, 2021. And now live from Las Vegas, your host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. All right, boys and girls, here we go. It's the Hockey Betting Podcast. But you to check out the hockeybettingpodcast.ca. Sign up at the books, have some fun. A couple of chuckles talking hockey on NHL trade deadline day. Um, we took a little mini sabbatical, but it said it made no sense. We're back. Deals were made. And the irony of ironies is a lot of these deals, guys are going to be going against their former teams immediately, which is always the way it works out. Brian Blessing in Vegas, Cam Stewart's in Mississauga, my friend. What do you make of trade deadline day? I think, uh, let me hear, I'll just throw a Gatling gun at you. The Leafs, they're all in. <laughs> well, yeah, the Leafs, the Leafs and good. the Panthers are all in. I would say we're pretty impressive. And Mantha to Washington in the lone real blockbuster, he's got so much potential. Can problem is he brings it every five games. You don't know. But, well, the thing is, also you're p- playing for Detroit. Now you're playing with Washington, right? A change of scenery is going to help these well, guys. Old, old Ovi ain't going to let him float around. No, that's the beautiful thing. You said it, Brian, and let's give Detroit a lot of credit. Hey, Matt, that's been nice, but they can do it with the rest of the guys they have on their team. Like, they're unbelievable. These guys are just like, what were they the other night? Like, plus 400 or something? Well, yeah, they just beat Columbus. So, like, I, I saw these guys live, Brian, like minus 500 against Detroit. Like, are you kidding me? We like Carolina in the playoffs, but I'll give Detroit all the credit in the world. These guys grind. It doesn't matter how they feel or whatever. They show up for work and they get things done, and I respect that. Let me tell you something, buddy. Talk to me. God willing, right? We're doing this thing, say, three years from now. Cam just left. Cam just hung up. (laughs) Did I really? (laughs) Sorry. sorry, (laughs) Cam's gone. I'm on my own. I'm on my own. You just see see smoke trails. You're like, holy jeez, for a 285-pound guy, guy, he's moving fast. He's gone. (laughs) He go. Talk oh, did you me. see that? But did you see that bowling video? That big ginger guy. That he's no, like no, he looks nothing like me. He what got, do like, you do? The first seven, uh, they call him the ginger assassin. The first seven ten split ever. It's on video. Go check up. Go click in ginger did assassin hit, bowling. It's the funniest it thing you ever see. Did he yeah, hit seven it ten split? But did he hit it off the inside of the pin and get it yeah. dancing? Yeah, or did yeah, he go was, to... yes, yes. And the ball, like, it's awesome, bro. And he fl- like, he doesn't even flip out. It's the announcers go nuts. Anyway. Let's talk. So, well, here's, here's what I was yeah. going to say to you. Yes. Red, you're talking about the Red Wings. Talk to me in three years. Ottawa and Detroit. Oh, I agree. In three years. Listen, Eiserman knows what he's doing. Okay, Mantha's out of there. He gets Verona and Panic back. They'll be for, certainly fine for them next year. A 2021 first, a 2022 second. This guy's stockpiling. Don't kid yourself. Eiserman knows what he's doing. They made fun of him for taking the German defenseman four overall a couple years ago. This kid's supposedly the hottest prospect over in Europe. Now, Eiserman knows what he's doing. Of course he does. And the thing about Detroit is it's just one of those legacy teams and enough is enough. After a while, you're going to stockpile picks. You're like Steve Eiserman. You said it. They're going to get better. All these other teams, man, it, 
you don't want to deal with Ottawa. They just beat Winnipeg. Uh, you know, it's one of those things like we're doing these shows, Brian, like it's competitive and you can say what you want. Hockey's different. Like these teams battle and they grind till the end. And as you said, the Leafs are all in. I love the, I love the Felino move. I don't understand really. I guess with Dave Riddich there, I got to believe that there's a problem with Frederick Anderson's contract yeah, or something I, and, and Hutch is done. So he's the third stringer, correct? Like I'm just being obvious. Like there's four, four cooks in the kitchen right now. No, that's that's going right. to happen. So Campbell's going to be the starter and Riddich will be their backup. Correct. But, but you forward? think about it. The rich get richer from the offensive nature of things with the Leafs, but it's more than that. Felino can put the puck in the net. He's also Felino, tough. Felino's the guy who says, follow me, boys. And I know Tavares is the yeah, captain. Whatever. The way that you watch the way Felino plays, yeah. that's what this team needs is a little little bite to their game, and Felino will bring that. It's funny, too. Like The Leafs make all these moves, and then Boston pick up Hall because they needed that secondary scoring. Like I really like the moves and the additions for all the teams, and you said contenders, it, like, contenders yeah. jumped in. That's the thing, and uh, it's going to be interesting, buddy. Like, uh, and by this, the way, playoffs. Is I'm a I am a frustrated Sabers fan, but I will say this to all the whack a moles that are out there, and they're ready to, uh, you know, just ripcord at Kevin Adams out of there. Do you guys understand what's going on? Oh yeah, well this one got that, and they that guy got they got this for that guy, and they get this for this guy. Taylor Hall. A, scored two goals. <laughs> B, yep. he had a complete no-move clause. Now, he said, yes, I'm open to being moved, but Vegas was in on him. Uh, Toronto, there were several, uh, the Islanders. Paul mm-hmm. said, I'm, this is a guarantee. He said to Kevin Adams, I'm going to Boston. And that was all she wrote. Yeah. So Adams, he couldn't get a bidding war going because Hall invoked his no move clause. He, he said, "Yes, I'm willing to be moved," but he still he ruled out teams. I'll guarantee it. Yeah, and now you look at Boston, and that's the exact type of player they need. He wasn't great in Buffalo, but you know he's going to get there. He's already talking. Yeah, I want to be a Bruin for a long time, but he's still got to go out and prove it. This is the thing. Now it's funny. The Leafs fight made all these moves. They're all in. Like this is this is it. Like they're either going to make a deep run or there's going to be problems moving forward. Hopefully, you can sign some of these guys if you're with the Toronto organization there, but I like a lot of things that teams did. Yeah. Florida, the same way. It's like, they needed to shake something up, Brian. You hey, talked let, about it with Florida. Let, they've been, this is the same old pussy cats. The Panthers, they, they turn into cats right around this time of the year. You and know what, bud? Shake it up. Let me tell you something. Aaron Eckbled, Sam Reinhart, Sam Bennett, Sam Bennett went three overall. Okay. The, the Calgary thing. I don't know, you know, how much of it, if coaches misused them or whatever, Okay, you go three overall, I think everybody thinks you're a 30-goal scorer. That's not who this guy is. But let me tell you something. He is a nasty badass. And I'm telling you, the change of scenery, you watch what Sam Bennett does for Florida. I love that move from Florida. I do, too. And they needed a little bit of, uh, like, grit with their team. Like, they have scores and stuff, but I think Florida needed to do that. Uh, no, it's been pretty wild, Brian. Like a lot of the moves were made earlier. Look at the Penguins too. You talk about them and they pick up Jeff Carter. He's a winner. Like very interesting. Like a lot of the time I look at the moves and go, mm, you know, th- this trade deadline, there wasn't that crazy, crazy move, but I really like the way the pieces fit. I think teams actually really thought about it this year. And I can't really say that was stupid or I don't agree with that. I really like the, I like all teams. They were, they did their due diligence. Nobody got really fleeced or burned. I think it was just, uh, you know, adding parts that every team needed the part that they got. So I think well, there was one blockbuster and that was Mantha and Detroit. Yeah. And, Detroit gets, and they stockpile picks, which I'm always a fan of. Okay. So 
let's get to Wednesday or Tuesday, excuse me. And here's the deal. It always happens. We th- here's a new angle, Cam. Uh, the first game on the board. Uh, let's talk about uh, maybe the second game on the board. Range, Rangers in Jersey. Rangers eighty. The total on the game is six. I, I wonder, what's the mindset of the Rangers? You're sitting there, you're four behind the Bruins, but the Bruins have two in hand. Do the Rangers think they can pull this off? I, yeah, I think- they, well, they do because they beat the Islanders and then they lost to them in overtime. So they got three out of a possible four points their last game, Bri. I think they're going to battle to the end. If I, I know I've been in that situation when I played, and you still got to believe. You go, you go to the rink showing up. As for New Jersey, they've tapped out. The Devils, like they played Pittsburgh. They haven't really been playing good hockey. They have young guys on their team. I'm surprised Subban, did he get, like, he didn't get moved. Like, it's just like, I, I'm kind of, you know, New Jersey did, they made their dealings with the Islanders early. I think there were some other guys they probably tried to get rid of and couldn't because of contracts. But here's the thing. The Devils are going to play out the string. The Rangers are a better team. And I don't want to lay, a, you know, a buck 75, a buck 80. I like the Rangers are going to win the game. Total, I kind of lean over because the Devils aren't playing very good defensive hockey. Look what Pittsburgh did to them. I see like a five to two type of game. I think the Rangers kicked their ass. Here's the one I, I, was, I was, oh, yeah, Rangers are nothing. But yeah. I, I wouldn't lay 70. I'd go No, I don't line. like the price. They have to be parlayed or you take them on the puck line with the over. I got to say it. I mean, Buffalo and Boston. Boston is minus 330. The total's five and a half. We got a new angle in player. We talk about first game home from a long road trip. How about first game in the lineup after driving 600 miles for Taylor Hall and Curtis Lazar in separate cars driving to Boston, going to play in the game tomorrow? <laughs> I okay, but you know what? I just I got to say this because they were a punchline. I've been making money on the Sabers of late. Olmark is playing really good. They didn't move him. They didn't sign him. They're working on a contract extension for the guy. He's been really good. And Cam, you know what? Since Granado took over, Kruger held so many of these guys back. What is happening? I think we said this at the beginning of the year, and it never panned out. Buffalo's a dead over team. Because Kruger had them playing this ridiculous system. Well, all of a sudden, Granado comes in. He pairs Darlene with Yoki Haru. All of a sudden, Darlene looks like the first overall pick of the draft for the yeah, first time in good. two years. He's, he's carrying the puck. He's freewheeling. Yoki Haru is reading off him. They just had this Roos- getting points. They, they just had this Roostalainen kid make his NHL debut. He looks terrific. Casey Middlestat. Oh, Casey been, Middlestad's becoming a player. I know. Who's like, been what? buried for three years, was the eighth pick of the draft. He's playing center. He's playing like he cares. Tage Thompson, who came over in the Ryan O'Reilly. He's I like playing, him. He's playing with confidence and lugging the mail. I, these numbers on the Sabres are insane. They are. Here's the thing. You can't bet Boston. You can't parlay Boston. You take the over in this game if you believe there's going to be goals at five and a half. You take Buffalo in the over, Buffalo plus one and a half. What, what's your plus, your plus one and a half is probably still plus money. Isn't you know, it? big time. E-O, with a minus 340 favorite, you're damn right it is. Yeah. Look, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, anyway. <laughs> anyway, it's an animal farm here. Yeah, Buffalo, I'll take the plus one and a half. They'll, they'll, they'll battle. Here's the thing about Boston, too. They got a little bit of a cushion. They screwed up on the weekend. They could have put a nail in Philly's coffin. They didn't. I think they understand the importance of the game. I just can't bet them at this price. So I'm probably going to look at the total. If you think Buffalo is going to score some goals, Brian, it's five and a half. So if even, you know, a four to two type of game, I think I like the total even better than the underdog in Buffalo. Boston should win, but I like, are we going to get six goals? I think we can get there. Philly, Washington, 
Washington's laying a dollar sixty. I don't know that Mantha makes the game. I would think he would. But Philly, you talk about checking out, tapping out Philly. Philly, here's the thing about Philly. They so they get rid of Shane Gotts' bear on waivers, and the guys basically saved their season since he's come back with huge goals. I'm like, what's going on here? Like, what are these guys doing? Uh Philadelphia is a weird team, man. Um, I think they're they know they're done. Them and the Rangers are where they they have to catch Boston. It's unrealistic. The goaltending still sucks. Um Am I seeing a five? No, that's got to be a mistake. That's a six. Six, six over 15. I know on one book, I'm seeing a five and a half. I'm like, if you, if you could find a five and a half, guys, just call, call the Brinks truck. Like, that's just stupid. And it never fails, buddy. Here's the matchup. I mean, this is what's projected. Toronto's 210 against Calgary. Can't lay that juice. Be, well, but it's big save Dave against Markstrom, who took his job. Interesting. It never fails, right, that the trade happens. Under. And, no one. I, I, both goalies step up under. to the plate. I'm better than under. you. Under, 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 under. Under win like a two to one game. Hey man, if you can find a like, yeah, if that thing goes to five and a half. I still like the under. You find six, you pull the trigger. Six and a half, you call up the Brinks truck. But that's uh, I like the under. I'm with you. Blessing. Let's rock. It's, uh, honestly, Cammy, Dave it's, will make big. Sa- you know what? Funny thing about Big Save Dave is it's funny. As a Flame goalie, he always played his best hockey against Toronto. Let's see if he'll, if he'll do it against his former team in Calgary. All right. I mean, the funny thing is, the intangible, this is intangible week in the NHL. There's going to be a lot of this. A lot of this. And oh, by the way, let me just ask, how's the dog doing? Is the pooch out? Is he on the leash or is he out? Who, Hideki? No, the the pooch, the the barking dog. Oh, the barking dog. Yeah, I'm just, buddy. Tampa Bay's a dollar. Tampa oh, Bay's a dollar eighty at Nashville. Here's the thing: Nashville, Nashville, I got, it, Na- Nashville's eight and two in their last ten. I know, and I'm going to take them. They got hosed in that last game against Tampa. They had a, like a bad disallowed goal. I'm like, why is the league helping out Tampa Bay? This is what I don't understand. They're already good. Like every time I watch a Tampa Bay game, they get a great call or you know some bad video play always goes in their way. It really pisses me off, to be honest with you. And I'm not a Nashville Predator fan. I will be taking them at this price. You give me the Predators as a dog against Tampa Bay. I'm going to step up. What they lose the last game, Brian? Was it two to two to nothing? Um, Sorrow I mean, still I'll, played well. I'll, I'll find I'm, I'm with Nashville or nothing. Uh, the score of the game was three zip. Three zip. Sorry, yeah, empty net or something. But anyway, okay. I, I don't think that score is indicative. Tampa uh, uh, Nashville dominated that hockey game and lost. That's hockey. Florida is twenty cents, fifteen twenty cents on the road. Now they made some really nice nice acquisitions. I don't know. We got to do a little homework here. I'm not saying it wouldn't be the difference to play on them or not. I, you know, Bennett coming down from Canada. I, I don't know how long, you know, what that deal is going to be, how, how long until the new guys get it. I would certainly imagine Montour makes his debut for the Panthers. And I think Florida, they should have a bounce in their step that management said, we're going for it. I agree. And the thing is, it's also a revenge spot. Dallas murdered them over the weekend. So I got to believe. That Florida shows up. Dallas is a weird team. They had a chance against Nashville. They didn't get it done. I kind of like Florida. Like, they got to right the ship, Brian. Like, they haven't been playing very good hockey, and this is a big game for them. They are the better team, but they just – did you see that Dallas game? Like, Dallas was up 3 nothing before the game even started. Like, Florida needed to make some moves just to figure it out and say, guys, we can't repeat this um, history. It's the same thing every year. We're a dark horse. We overachieve, and we gag, and then, we get, and then we're an early exit – or don't even make the playoffs. So that's Florida's MO. They got to change that. I'm. We'll look at this one, but I kind of like Florida in a revenge spot. All right, off to Wednesday. Winnipeg and Ottawa. Winnipeg's a dollar eighty on the road. Total six and a half. 
the one that I say Wheeler's out in how long he'll be out of that. That obviously going to win this game. I watched this game tonight. Ottawa beat them four to two. Winnipeg just they had a two nothing lead and they shut down. Paul Maurice is going to bag skate these guys. They're going to be ready to play the next game. It was a nice story for Ottawa. A nice win. Uh, you take Winnipeg on the puck line or you take them in a parlay. I think they come back. And I love Ottawa. Uh, Should have picked them tonight. That was a really good spot for them against uh, Winnipeg. They they try every night. Winnipeg, though, they understand. You can't screw around like this again. They'll win this game against Ottawa. Usually we go over then under. This was a push tonight. I'm wondering, you know, they just played a 4-2 game. The game a few games back was 4-3, and then Winnipeg was scoring four or more against Montreal. Do you play the over? over yeah, I, I got to be honest. If Allen's in net, I kind of I look twice. If it's Price, I take the over. Allen was stood on his head in certain parts against this, in this Leafs game. Could you believe the game stayed as a push? They're, Toronto, when they were down a couple, they left the goaltender out for like a minute and a half. And there, there was no empty net goal. Montreal missed like five chances by an inch. It was actually ridiculous. Uh, for people that did play the over, like it was weird. But I will say this: uh, Montreal understands this is one thing that division's locked up. But they're the one team that other other teams can catch mathematically. They got to keep on showing up. But I do, Brian. I think you're onto something. If it's five and a half, I think we might have to take the over. All right, Vegas in L.A. This will be revenge game. Well, we got to find out what happens the, in the first leg, right? Literally, we're taping this as they're about to drop, to drop the puck. The puck. Vegas in L.A. Uh, I believe tonight's Leonard's turn, so it likely Uh-oh, will be under. Fl- it'll be flur- well, flurry. Yeah, it'll be you know, flurry in game two. Each other, though. You said it. You know Vegas better than anybody. These goaltenders, like, how do you take overs in Vegas? Like, this is the funny thing. You think Vegas can't score. Vegas can't score, and score. their goaltenders Vegas, are great. Vegas right? put up six on Huso, who's a sieve, and yeah. then, then they lit up Arizona, and after the third goal, like, Arizona didn't show up until the 15-minute mark in the first period. Hill, they gave up a goal, and then like, right off the faceoff, Vegas got a breakaway. Hill makes a great save. I thought he was going to take his goal stick and smash it over his defenseman's head. Like he, he was flipping out on the defense. Yeah, no, and I don't blame him. I, actually, I wanted to flip out, too, because I had Arizona. I thought I was going to win that game as a huge dog. Ended up getting the plus one and a half because they didn't score an empty netter. Um, Vegas, they're not scoring goals. We'll see what happens against Los Angeles, but I'll tell you one thing. We have a goaltending battle. Leonard's going to be the future of this team. Flurry. Uh, I'm surprised. Didn't you think Flurry was going like, to go somewhere, Brian, like the Pittsburgh or something crazy like that? I don't know. I just, well, I don't know. You, you it, can't, you can't have two of those guys on the, on the team in the future though. Well, no, it's a, so, it's, it's a soap opera. That's got to be resolved. It, it but does. But now you're going to be doing this stuff and you're going to go, well, here's what's going to happen. Ken, you're going to go three weeks, four weeks down the line. If Leonard surpasses Flurry as the starter, here comes Alan Walsh with the Photoshop again. Sword and back. A sword yeah, and back. I love I love the sword and back photo. It's funny though. I actually I was I actually had a dream that like Flurry kind of not a dream, just a vision. He went back to the Penguins. Think about it. They actually need a goaltender. But anyway, they would have had to give up like the kitchen sink and Vegas would have fleeced him in a in a deal, right, Brian? But I don't, uh, probably the mathematics of the contract don't make sense. I don't know what to do with that game. So we're gonna see what happens on the Monday night game. Next game up, I'll tell you one thing. Um Minnesota we don't even know what's happening uh, with the cop killing on Sunday and all the other things. Yeah, were they, are they going to play? So, yeah, that's the thing. This game, we don't even know if they're going to play it, guys. By the Well, Arizona of- at the time it is taping trails Colorado one nothing. That is correct. I would say after one. Uh, Minnesota owns them this year, though. But I'd- the funny thing is Minnesota's this, this, you know, every third game Minnesota scores like nine goals. <laughs> it's true. 
Uh, this is a tough game. I, this, is, this is the thing. we got to kind of know what's happening. Arizona, I always like to take them at this price against Minnesota, and I've been burned, burned earlier this year when Minnesota just every game. They just, they just don't match up. Arizona doesn't match up well against Minnesota, but I'm not laying 80 cents. All right, here we go. Come on. Colorado and St. Louis. Saint Louis I know where you're thinking. Uh, there's, uh, there's no way you can consider anything but the over. St. Louis is scoring goals. in. Uh, I'd actually in, look at St. Louis as a dog the way they're playing. They're now. back, Cam. They, they are back are. in a big way. Colorado's a better team than them, but I, you're right. So the safer thing is you just take the over and don't even worry about the game. I if would like St. Louis a small sprinkle, but the over is the play. Well, and the price is right. I mean, plus a dollar forty-five at home. Here's the thing, Cam. These guys, Arizona's kind of walled off. St. Louis right of the ship, and we talked about this that in a in a week or ten day window, you can go up or down. And St. Louis is back now. St. Louis is dangerous. When you get to the playoffs, Vegas, oh, you know, they, they have a hard time with Minnesota, and there's Colorado, and they, not a soul's talking about St. Louis. If if they get in, they have beaten Vegas, Colorado, and Minnesota. The Lions share their remaining games. They're going to be real dangerous, I'm telling you. But I I, I got to go over the total with these two. In yeah. one of these nights, you got to think, Huso's going to – whenever Huso plays, go over. You don't need this podcast. His angle is like he – Podcast canceled. They got to do something with Huso because Bennington's actually been better. And that's scary for everybody. If he catches, you know what happens. Hockey's not like other sports. You get a hot goalie, it doesn't matter what you do. You're you're dead. Take a look at the Nashville-Tampa Bay game. You know, their goaltender just stood on his head. I think it was McElhaney, actually, instead of Vasilevsky. But that's a story for another day. Over, over, and look at the dog. Anaheim and versus our friend S.J. Sharkey. He'll, he'll be my friend. I got him in parlays tonight. But I'll tell you, they better, they better learn their lesson. The last time they, they slept walked against Anaheim, it was a five to one loss. I well, took the over because Miller's starting. We'll see what happens, Brian. Do we go back to the under? I don't know. Well, we don't. We this is a tough one to do because we don't know what happened. They haven't faced off yet. The first yeah. game of this year. I will say this: San Jose's got to keep uh, on winning. No, this is a you nailed it. This is a monster week, big picture monster week for San Jose because they are currently uh, four points out. They really screwed up. Four behind St. Louis. And they lost to the Kings on the weekend. They got to win both games. But they, but they do have a game in hand. And, but they, you know how this changes, Cam? St. Louis got the game with Colorado, right? Coming up? Yep. If the Sharks win these two games and St. Louis loses to Colorado, the Sharks are in the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. SJ Sharkey can't take Anaheim lightly. They have to go about their business. But I don't like what I've seen from San Jose the last couple of games against L.A. and that 5-1 to one loss to Anaheim. I'm on the Sharks. It's parlay material. If these guys are professionals, they show up. But you never know. Sometimes Kane's a ghost. Sometimes he shows up. Sometimes Martin Jones is great. Sometimes he's a sieve. I like the Sharks. I don't like the price. All right, my friend. There you go. There we go. <laughs> that was pretty well. We got through that thing. Eh? And we, uh, There's a lot know. of games here. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. <laughs> that, that, that's it, man. We made it. It's it. It's over. Oh, want, okay, sorry. I just want to crack a cold one there. Perfect. You want to do Friday? I really need a beer. No, Brian, I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> want to do next Tuesday? <laughs> uh, maybe next Tuesday. Sure. All right, bud. Note, <laughs> the trade deadline's behind us. Now we'll know what these teams are all about, and it's going to be interesting. Good stuff. As always, thehockeybittingpodcast.ca, and click on the link, jump on the uh, sports books. Jump in, have some fun with us. Put a lid on it, kiddo. Meep, 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 meep.
Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles try to get you a lot of winners. Hey, we hope you like what you're hearing. And if you do, hit the subscribe button and give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause, and for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.